You're listening to Ants Talk. My next guest are powerhouses in the modelling industry. One has worked for the industry for over 30 years and has discovered some of the most familiar faces in the industry from Australia. The other has graced the cover of Vogue, Elle and Numero for, and featured for brands such as Mac and Anna Sue. Welcome to the show, Bridget Mitchell and Lily Nova. Welcome to the show, Bridget. Hello. How are you? I'm great, thanks. It's great to talk to you. Likewise. Look at us all modern and (laughs) technology-like. So listen, Bridget, tell us, what got you into the industry? Uh, I started my life out as a photographer and also taught runway. Um, And I started doing that from a very young age. And then one thing led to another, and here I am. I've, I've been the director of finesse for, I think, 26 years now. Wow. And some of, who were some of the faces that you've discovered? Um, uh, currently, faces would be Akima, Vanessa Mildy. Oh, my gosh, there's so many. Lily Nova, Holly Brown, uh, one of the, the new faces that is in it, who is in everything at the moment, a young girl called V. Oh, she's so I could just keep going. I love her so much. Now, what was, um, was oh, first of all, when did you start as an agent? Uh, 26 years ago, I worked as a photographer testing models for Finesse. And I don't know what happened. I just woke up one day and we bought it. <laughs> I love it. And you've had, and it's had many lives since then. You've definitely ch- uh, changed during the the COVID times, the social media oh. times. Everything's been happening. You have to learn how to pivot. You you sort of you just got to morph with the industry. That's it, definitely. What was the industry like in the earlier days? Well, I can speaking about what the market was like here in Adelaide. You could be a full time model and not have another job, like. There was no internet and things were done like there there were fashion shows happening in in all of the department stores almost weekly. They all produced their own catalogues here in Adelaide and it was very much a market within a market, whereas now it's the world has got a lot smaller, which in some ways is great, but a lot of stuff's produced out of state. So there's less work happening here in Adelaide. Mm. So we concentrate on developing models and and getting them beyond our shores. Sure. And what are some of the secrets of the industry most wouldn't know? Well, there's many, but I guess the the main thing is agents usually work together. Um, You get a good network of agents, you know, are trustworthy and whom you like and trust. And, agents will know each other for a long time whereas models will come and go mm. so we we try to do what's right by each other doesn't always happen that way but we try <laughs> over the last few years with the introduction of social media what has changed about the industry that you've seen everything um everybody's a model everybody promotes can if they choose to promote themselves as a model so people who don't want to pay model rates can just DM young girls and guys on Insta and hire someone for a quarter of the price or even less sometimes. Mm. And that has changed the industry for the worse. Um, for the better, it means that 
people can get discovered more easily. They can go straight to major markets and major agencies overseas. And the agency scouting it is great because you can scroll through Instagram and scout girls yeah. and guys. And TikTok is actually the new big forum where you can find um, new talent because, as you would all be aware, it, it's not just about how you look now. It's about your social media presence and followers, et cetera. Mm. I suppose the big takeaway there too is that um, even though, you know, you can be discovered on, say, TikTok or Instagram, you really do want to still be with a reputable agency that has insurance and they can offer you the insurance of not only financial backup, but also the backup of safety and going into safe environments. And protection. Exactly. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, if you're doing your own business, there's, it's the agencies, we know what the legalities are. We, we make sure it's all in writing what the usage is going to be and for how long images can be used. And we, we also do all the right things legally by withholding the tax and making insurances paid, et cetera. So I guess there's a difference between a, a professional model with management and someone who's representing themselves on Instagram as a model. Mm. Big lesson over the last few years, I think, with a lot of talent. Pay your taxes, people. Yeah. <laughs> Now we all we hear, have to. I know exactly. We all hear about the issues with weight and sexual harassment within the industry. Mm -hmm. What are your views on it? Okay, so sexual harassment, we'll do that one first. It's like it's getting weeded out at the like the rate of knots. Like if you want to misbehave and act inappropriately to male or female in this industry, you will be out within a second. Mm. Um mm. You hear horrific stories from decades gone by, but you won't be hearing them in the future. Like, the world's too small. Women are now empowered to speak up, as are men. And I, every agency I know works very hard to, to ensure that their models are safe. And the models themselves know that they have the right to stand up. It's, it's not like days gone by. But it is important, though, that you have a reputable and trustworthy mother agent to make sure you're placed in a network of agencies worldwide who will protect you. Like I'm, there will always be unscrupulous people out there. So you need to have that one base agency who will ensure that you're placed accordingly. Mm. I think that's the beauty of social media too, is it has, you know, it's now brought a lot more eyes who can watch mm -hmm. these sort of things and, you know, speak up when they see something that's going wrong. That's correct. Yeah. And with the, the weight and, and body image issues, they will always be there. Um, the one thing young models need to understand is that there's, there are so many different genres in the modelling industry. Um, one of the biggest money-making um, divisions here at Finesse and other agencies is the curves division. So there's a real swing towards having models who are over the sample size. So models say from size 10, 12, right up to 24. Mm. So if you really want a model, you, you just have to find an agency that has a division that fits your body type. And that, like, there will always be a need for very thin girls on the runway. 
Yeah. Because yeah. that's what sample sizes are. But there are girls who are actually size eight. So it, it's making sure when a model comes into the agency, you don't try and make her be something she's not. Like you find what what her body is meant to be and help her make it the best it can possibly be, e.g. by exercising and, and eating healthy, but not changing the shape and the size she's meant to be. Mm. I think that's the big takeaway there is that, you know, we all see, you know, slender models on the catwalk. Not all of us are meant to be slender. You know, that's some of these people are just born that way. They have really high metabolisms and they will always be that way. I know many people that are slender and are never, ever going to put on weight. But we can't look at someone like that if we are a different size or shape and go, I aspire to be that because it may not just be possible for you. That's right. And that's why the industry is listening to people's demands. And that's why you're seeing models of all different shapes and sizes. You only have to look at the advertising now. And, and it's great. All shapes, sizes and ages you're seeing in big ad campaigns. So where do you see the industry heading over the next 10 years? I see, I see it changing in a way that almost more virtual in some respects in terms of scouting. Mm. I see that um, social media will be a big way of, of, which is already happening now, of of finding new models. And I think followers, like it's already happening. Um, It's going to have a lot to do with your your reach on social media and and how you present yourself on social media. So young ones, if you're listening out there, don't post stupid pictures because they will be around forever. That's it. So we, we find clients now will look on our website, see a model they like, but before they even call us, we'll go straight to their social media page and check them out to see if they're the type of person they want representing their brand. Mm. So you've, it's, it's the way of the world for the young ones now. They have to make sure they've got all their ducks in a row, so to speak, if they're going to present themselves as a model. So I am about to um, interview your wonderful model, Lily. Tell us a little about how she was discovered. That's oh, a long story. Do you want to hear it? Go for it. <laughs> I was queuing models on to stage during a fashion show where the street was closed and had a runway down the middle of the street. And because I'm in Adelaide, I wear many hats. So I was queuing models on stage Someone said, look at that girl across the road. So I looked over the stage to the crowd across the road and there was this gorgeous little red head with alabaster skin and blushing cheeks and, of course, it was Lily. And I was trying to get someone's attention to get them to run up behind the show, across the street, break through the crowd and grab Lily. And, of course, doing that, I totally stuffed the show up and <laughs> didn't miss my cue with the models. Anyway, long story they did find Lily. They did bring Lily back and I've represented her ever since. And I think she was around 15, mm. just gone 15 um, at that time. And um, I won't tell you how old she is now, but she's been with me ever since. And we've had quite the journey together. Yeah, she's done some amazing things with her career, definitely. Mm-hmm. We're very proud of her. So you and she's a beautiful person as well. She so is. She's absolutely adorable. 
Well, Bridget, thank you so much for your input. I really appreciate uh, giving us the time to explain the industry and where it's headed, where it's going. I think it's amazing. And I think that you're amazing. And I thank you thank once you. again for joining us. It's been my pleasure and I'm not going anywhere. Next Beautiful. 10 years, I'll still be here. I love it. <laughs> like an old chair. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, darling. Thank you. Speak See soon. See you later. Bye. Bye. Love a podcast? Love some Ants Talk. So Lily has graced the cover of Vogue, Elle and Numerai What, also featuring for such brands as Mac and Anna Sue. Welcome to the show, Lily. How are you? Hi. Oh, I'm good. Just happy to be here. <laughs> oh, I'm happy to have you. Thank you so much for coming on. So listen, what got you into modelling? We did hear a little bit of it from Bridget yesterday, but I'd love to hear your version. Honestly, I'd always kind of heard about it. It was like the outskirts of my life, kind of. But I was quite young when I got scouted, like 15. So I didn't really have much, I don't know, thought about what I wanted to do or be or who I was. And Bridget kind of just picked me up and like <laughs> showed me where I was going. And it was, yeah, I don't know, felt very meant to be. Yeah, she's very good at that. She's She is a really great mentor for girls. She really is. Yeah, I feel like because she's a mother as well. It's like really yeah, helps. She's definitely. Her girl. It's lovely. No, it certainly does. What is something that you always wanted to do if it wasn't for modelling? Oh, I have always wanted to be an author. So I love writing stories. Oh, and wow. I've always been intrigued by acting, but I don't know. Those two were the only other ideas I had when I was little. Well, you're still young. <laughs> <laughs> Counting down the days. <laughs> yeah, you have, you have all those opportunities still ahead of you. You could still do all of those things. I hope so. <laughs> well, that's it. I mean, I, I look, I, I love writing myself and I've, you know, I've submitted a lot of things which have been published, thankfully. Um, mm -hmm. But it is, it's, it's literally about just sitting down and doing it and, and having mm -hmm. that, having the good spur, I suppose, to, to actually send it out to places. I even just actually entered a, a queer writing contest, which is based mm -hmm. in Sydney. But I just thought, why not? Like it was only a seven, you only had to do 700 words. The theme was actually, um, oops. So it was actually oh. really, it was really fun to write. I just wrote about a past experience, which was quite camp, but you know what I mean? Like you've just got to put it out there. You never know what can happen from it. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. So get onto it. Now, what were some of your most exciting moments while you've been modeling? God, I feel like there's been quite a few. The ones that stick mm. out uh, when I was shooting the Anna Sue like campaign, uh, I don't know Stephen Mizell and Pat McGrath were just like wow. shouting encouragement for me while I was like hanging from the ceiling in this balloon, and it was just I don't know very surreal and I out of body. Yeah, how amazing! Yeah, it was just yeah. I kind of felt like I was like, is this real? I was waiting for someone to like I don't know cut the cameras and like, tell me like and I need to wake up. And what's it like now seeing the ad? Have you seen it? I have. I haven't smelt the actual perfume yet, but it's, yeah, it's cool seeing the ad. It was like shot two years ago now, like pre-COVID. Wow. Bit of a flashback. <laughs> so I wonder what was in the bottle that they had you holding. <laughs> <laughs> Coloured tea. <laughs> so can I ask, who is the most famous person that you've encountered while you've been modelling? Oh, God. Um, I mean, I've met Kate Moss, which was like oh, surreal. Oh, wow. And that would be amazing. Yeah, it was, I always kind of like blur together <laughs> into like one yeah. famous person. Kate Moss, I guess, sticks out the most because she's like iconic in every way of the word. 
I know. I've actually done a um, an art piece of her because I also do art, and I I've done a lot of different people. Um, so I did. I've done one of like Elizabeth Taylor, RuPaul, David Bowie, which actually just sold to the USA. Um, but Kate, I absolutely love. So I had to do one of her too. I, I will send it to you after we do this, so you can have a look because it's really yeah. cute. You'd love it. Now, being that you've now walked for some of the biggest shows in the world, have you noticed a significant difference from the treatment between, say, big name models and new ones? So say when you're backstage, do you, do you notice a real sort of variance in the treatment that the girls get? Not really. I'll say I think, like, the more experienced girls are more confident in, like, saying, mm. no, no, like, this is what I want or that, like, new girls. I mean, I know myself, I was very shy and kind of just let anything happen and stuff like that, but... Uh, the majority of the industry is really nice. So I don't think there's any, not that I've noticed any abuse to the younger girls. Yeah. It's funny because I actually spoke to Bridget and um, we were talking about how, you know, in the past, it was sort of like anything goes where <laughs> thankfully what's been happening over the last few years, a lot of that sort of stuff has been weeded out and, you know, people that were sort of putting their their bad influences into the industry have sort of been plucked out and they're not they're no longer working in this industry so hopefully and thankfully it's a lot safer environment for all the girls that work in it yeah I hope so I think it helps that like social media has given given girls a voice yeah you know like when it's kind of pictures anymore where actually people and say like no look this is what I got told this is what's happened to me it's not okay and other girls say well that happened to me as well and it's just I don't Mm. know there's more community I think yeah, definitely. That's so good. What are the downfalls of the industry, would you say? Oh, God. I mean, I, I feel like it's an industry of extremes. So the, the good mm. things are amazing. Like high, the highs are high, lows are low. Uh, I think the downfalls, I mean, it's obviously the kind of body stuff. I still think has a lot of way to go with, you know, inclusivity and diversity and not starving girls. <laughs> and um, obviously diversity as well. I don't know. So we're making leaps and bounds, but there's always going to be some who don't want to. Yeah. It's it's the beauty of what I've noticed in the last couple of years is that how, how the industry has changed because it is now using more unique people. Um, like there's a lot of the girls from the TV show Pose are now with big agencies around the world. And you've got a lot of the, the, the RuPaul drag race contestants that are now with big agencies and modeling and stuff like that. And I think it's so incredible because, you know, for, for such a long period there, it really was just like watching sort of cookie cutter because, you know, everyone looked the same and thankfully now it it really did change. And I really do think that that started even around the time that you had started modelling because you really did start to notice a difference and a change in the looks that, that people were now representing. So it was, you know, sort of redheads and, you know, Asian influence and Indian backgrounds and stuff like that really started to come out where before that it just wasn't around. Everyone was blonde, blue-eyed. Yeah, the Aryan. <laughs> yeah, very much so, very much so. <laughs> So have you um, noticed or heard anything about sexual harassment, claims of size, pressure, or even the yacht girls? Do you know what I mean by the yacht girls? What is a yacht girl? <laughs> so, so, in the, so within um, the world, there are actual, uh, a lot of people 
Higher young models, I'm not saying that they're big name models, but there has been a little bit of rumours in that way that they are using big name girls, but they basically get invited onto very rich men's yachts to party and partake in all activities. (laughs) Um, And they get paid very, very well for doing it. (laughs) So no, you haven't. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> now, now you know on my to-do list I've heard of any yacht girls actually I've definitely heard of like the premise kind of thing like with promoters and whatnot but no I've never mm. never met a yacht girl before maybe was... so yeah. what about the sexual harassment do, do, have you noticed that because um, I've definitely heard Jimmy stories is... yeah yeah, I've heard stories, no, none too close to me, probably, thank, thankfully, but yeah, I think it's like there's, actually, yes, I don't know how to say this. I've heard stories and rumours, none too close to me or any of my friends, actually, but yeah, you're always kind of aware of like, I don't know, things could go wrong or mm. things might have gone wrong and stuff, but no, I've been quite lucky. Yeah, we've, we, um, Bridget and I, again, were talking about that issue yesterday also, and I really do think that having a really good agency representing you, therefore you've got the insurance of not only financial insurance, but you've also got the insurance of, you know, the owner of that agency really looking out for you and making sure that you're being sent to places that are reputable also and that you're never put into danger, which... You know, I think that with a, I mean, there are so many people out there that are, you know, models, and there are so many agents out there of all different types. Um, not all of them are going to protect you in that same way, and it, that's why it really is a good idea to sign up with an agency that has a good name and a good reputation that's really going to look after you. Yeah, no, so true. <laughs> so tell me, how has social media changed the industry for you? Oh, I think it has uh, like changed immensely. Like I feel like it's made models into people and formed mm. communities and stuff. And now we have voices where before we didn't. Like I think I said in an interview like last month that like you can watch a model walk walk from Versace and then you know you hear about their favorite soup recipe. Like it humanizes the industry in a way that wasn't possible before. Um, yeah. I, I yeah. suppose in the same way, it also gives you, as you were saying, gives you a voice. So people get to know about the things that you believe in, that you stand up for, et cetera, et cetera. Because I know that you're a huge gay advocate. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Very much so. <laughs> um, and I mean, I, and I love seeing that sort of stuff. It really, I mean, you know, being a gay man as myself, it really warms my heart to see that sort of stuff, especially from younger people, because when I was younger, that sort of support, it was rarely seen. So it really Mm -hmm. makes me, it makes my heart sing to see those things these days. So where do you see your career headed now with COVID? Because I know that it's been one hell of a year for modelling. And I know that even with yourself, you know, it, it, it sort of stuck you in the position here in Adelaide for a while or in Australia. But hopefully things are changing I don't know if I can say too much but hopefully (laughs) things are changing very soon um so yeah how is it how has it affected you um I guess it's a bit like I've never been in Australia this long before since I was Mm. maybe 15 14 so it's it's been nice but it's also been a bit I don't know I got itchy feet and just like get out and I kind of was at a point where most of my life and my friends were overseas and then March 2020 happened and got sent back and stuff it's been it's been hard I don't know what the future of it. it's going to be interesting because 
I'm um, going to London on Sunday and it's, yeah, even the protocols are different. It's so yeah. intense. Three COVID tests and like, oh. Wow. And I also know that you, you, I mean, I don't know how many shots like that have happened before, but your photo shoot, was it with Vogue or one of the bigger magazines where you shot it at home? Yeah, that was Vogue Australia. Yeah, Vogue, that was yeah. a highlight of my lockdown. <laughs> my uh, my dad, like, you know, was shooting the photos on my phone. And how stuff. amazing, though. Oh, yeah, it was amazing. Such a Very great fun. concept and, and great way to sort of work around what was happening. Oh, yeah, I feel like it's brought out creativity in people, like, more than anything. It's, yeah, it's kind of Very inspiring. I'll have to do a shoot this afternoon with myself. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what would the ultimate job be for you in the modelling world? What would be the one that you would be most excited about? Ooh, like... I do it and then I just quit. And that's like, I can't get Like a lot of girls say, you know. Um, yeah, Victoria's Secret. Victoria's Secret. <laughs> walking Sadly, in the parade. <laughs> well, I don't think they're doing that anymore. <laughs> no, I think they've rebranded into yeah. something. I don't know, drama. Uh, I don't know. I'd love to do a Gucci campaign or something. But... Yeah, I love Gucci. Oh, love, but, Chanel yeah, too is one of my faves um, only because yeah. I work for them for so long and I always mm -hmm. just think oh that'd be such an amazing brand to model for <laughs> yeah. oh, I know the stories they tell it's amazing <laughs> and all the the, the guilties you would get afterwards well you'd hope I mean, anyway. you'd <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now Lily before we go what is your advice to anyone wanting to get into the industry um, I mean, find a good agent, good mother agent, and stay true to yourself and just, I don't know, look after yourself. Don't get too lost in the negative side of it. Just, mm. yeah, believe in yourself. <laughs> exactly. And eat well. <laughs> oh, I eat very well. <laughs> yeah. Well, Lily, thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it. And it's just given us a great insight into the modeling world from both an agent and a model. And hopefully other people that are listening to the podcast will be able to heed the advice and also just listen to what you've both spoken about and the industry itself. And um, hopefully they'll be able to find a career themselves and have it long lasting like yours has been. Oh, thank you for having me. <laughs> oh, it's my pleasure. Thank you for coming on and all the best of luck for London. So exciting. Oh, I think I'm going right. to it. <laughs> oh, you'll be fine. All right, darling. Thank you so much. Speak to you soon. Oh, bye. Bye. Ants <laughs> talk. It's like Oprah, but not.